Yo, what is going on, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Who's going to be the Bears' wide receiver three in 2020? Is Anthony Miller set for a breakout season? We're going to be answering these questions and so many more on today's episode of the Bear Down Podcast. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Chris Maltby. Today, I am joined with my co-host, Jalen McClinton. Jalen, what's going on, man? How's Arizona? Pretty good, pretty good. It's like 105 degrees right now. You know, it's hot as hell, but it's pretty good, though. I am also joined today with video producer of the channel, uh, Zach Rimbos. Zach, how's it going down there in the in the Windy City? Uh, really great day in, uh, in quarantine downtown Chicago. It's pretty nice outside, so can't complain. In suburban Chicago, it's a pretty nice day. You know, about 55 degrees today. Can't really complain about that. Before we get into this episode, I would like to say we are really, really trying to hit 1,000 subscribers in the month of May. If you wouldn't mind doing us a favor, please smash the subscribe button, like this video, also click the bell so you can get notifications whenever we post videos, whether it be mixtapes, episodes of Uncut, or our traditional podcasts. Let's get right into it. We're talking all things wide receivers today. Zach, I'm going to start with you on this one. This is a pretty simple question. Should the Bears extend Allen Robinson? And there's a, a second prong to it. Should they extend him? And when will they get that deal done? Without question, Allen Robinson needs to be extended. He wants to retire a Bear. I want him to retire a Bear. I think after his injury in Jacksonville, he's proven to all Bears fans and people in the league that he is one of the best receivers in the league. I don't know where everybody has him, but my opinion, I think he's top five, and I am biased. I don't care. Just like um, Prince Mukamara. Think... What's that? Just like Prince Mukamara said a couple weeks ago. Exactly. I, th- I just think there's so much that he's proven to us. Um, I think the deal gets done. Mm, I'm not too sure. I, hopefully it's within the next couple of months here. I, I'm not too sure, though. I mean, I, I'm not sure what his contract could look like. And maybe it looks something like Amari Cooper's and maybe we have to wait to get all of that money to be able to extend them. But uh, hopefully it's soon. Um within the next couple of months, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I mean, when you think about it, one thing that I'm sure hasn't passed through your guys' mind, that's passed a little bit through mine. Obviously, the NFL just initiated this new CBA. There's going to be a little bit more money flying around now. So for that reason, I think, I hope it gets done this summer. I think it gets done this summer. But with, with the new money, I think Robinson might get a little bit more than we expect. Not essentially a bad thing. 98 receptions for 1,150 yards just about with seven touchdowns in 2019. A wide receiver one. Ryan Clark can shut up. Um, He is a wide receiver one. Jalen, should the Bears extend him, and when do you expect it to get done? The Bears should definitely extend Allen Robinson. He's our best receiver on the roster right now. He was the most, you know, reliable option we had last season. He's been our best receiver on the Bears since, like, Alshon Jeffrey before, you know, he got hurt and got suspended and stuff like that. So, I don't know when the Bears will resign him. I know Pace likes to resign his core, his key guys right before the season starts. So, I'm pretty sure Pace is aiming for that. You know, he usually focuses on the roster before he starts ex- uh, extending players. But if, if – Pace doesn't re-sign Allen Robinson, and he Chicago is going to be and, furious. Yeah, I, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be a very happy Bears fan. I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, when you look at Pace's sightings in the past, that's a good point you bring up there, Jalen. 
He signed Eddie Jackson about a year and a half before he needed to. He, he's been clever with the extension of Eddie Goldman in the past. I think we all wouldn't complain. Put the dollar amount aside. I think Robinson's worth most any dollar amount, uh, unless it's something crazy, obviously. But I, I think we all wouldn't complain if that deal got done before the season. Heading down the depth chart, Anthony Miller, slated to be wide receiver two this season. That being said, he may still be in the slot following the addition of Ted Ginn. Do you think, Zach, that Anthony Miller will break out in 2020? Because it seems like this year is going to be his year. Depending on the quarterback position, hopefully the O-line can hold up a little better. Do you think 2020 is, is technically Miller's year? I think I think this is going to be a very interesting year. Uh, last year, he got 686 snaps. Uh, he was on a, about 65-ish percent of all the snaps. Um, I think that he hasn't really had the opportunity like this. I think we have, with all the addition of the weapons we have now, Cole Komet, Jimmy Graham, Ted Ginn, Darnell Mooney, I think there's a chance that whoever is going to be the week one quarterback, um, Anthony Miller is going to be able to do what he hasn't really been able to do, which is, is staying consistent. Um, and I think that he's going to be slept on a lot this year, and I think that opens up a lot of opportunity for him. Um, so, yes, I think he slates in at wide receiver, too. I think he's an awesome, awesome receiver. Uh, he's explosive, and uh, I'm excited to see it. I'm also going to say that Anthony Miller is wide receiver, too. That being said, you'll hear about my wide receiver three later in, in this episode. But for, for the reason of who my wide receiver three is going to be, I'm going to say Anthony Miller stays in the slot and gets the production of a wide receiver too, which is a little bit of an interesting concept there. But I don't know if I'd call it a breakout year for Miller. I, I, I agree with you on the consistency part. With how much Matt Nagy loves to spread the ball, I can see it hard for one receiver on this team, even Allen Robinson, having another great year like he did in 2019. 52 receptions, 256 yards, and two touchdowns for Miller in 2019. Had seven touchdowns on 33 receptions in 2018. That being said, his route running is pristine. He's, he's shown that he can get better every year. Jalen, do you think 2020 is Anthony Miller's year? I definitely do. Um, you know, last last year at the beginning of the season, he started off really slow. He got hurt. Uh, he was hurt from the shoulder injury that he that he suffered in his rookie season that led into you know, this year he had surgery and stuff like that. But in the second part of the season, you know, he went off. He had about 400 yards, and that's where he scored his only two touchdowns of the season. Um, he had he got more receptions and more yards last year. The only you know only number that went down was his touchdowns from seven to two. This is this is definitely his year. He's coming into year three. Um, he's one of the probably the the second best route runner on this team, other than Allen Robinson. You know, he's he's very good route runner. He's fast. Not not. A big type of guy, but he, you know, he gets catches, and I feel like, you know, if he stays healthy, you know, stays consistent, and if the quarterback play is, you know, is, you know, reliable, and so his offensive line, this could definitely be, you know, his first year over a thousand yards, definitely. It's hard to think for me personally that he goes over a thousand yards. Jalen mentioned that shoulder injury that he suffered during his rookie season that came back during 2019, and Zach mentioned consistency. So to kind of blend the two of those, you'd have to think that if Anthony Miller can stay healthy. He's going to be really productive in 2020, regardless of the numbers. Let's head into the next question. I'm going to answer this one first. The question is, who do you expect to be the wide receiver three in 2020? I recently mentioned that uh, I want Miller to be in the slot in 2020. And this one might surprise you guys. I know a lot of people think Riley Ridley deserves more reps. A lot of people think Cordero Patterson deserves more reps in the passing game. As far as Patterson goes... You know, I feel like he's he's a hybrid piece who is used 
throughout the offense in the run and pass games, but he's mostly here for his special teams contributions. Uh, that's why he signed to a two-year deal, only worth $10 million. But I'm going to say my wide receiver three is Ted Ginn Jr., 35 years old. You can't really turn down productivity at the end of the day. Ted Ginn has, has dealt with some some injuries, but I think we can all agree that if he stays healthy, he, he can still take the top off of a defense, and he can still be really productive. He, he did it last year in New Orleans, 20-plus receptions, 400-plus yards in only nine games with two touchdowns. That, that would be good productive for the Bear, good production for the Bears last year. So su- as surprising as it sounds, a lot of people don't think he's even going to make the roster. First off, I think he does. Secondly, I've got 10 getting slated in as my wide receiver three in 2020. Zach, who do you think is going to play wide receiver three in 2020? It's really difficult. Uh, I'm really high on Riley Ridley and Javon Wims. I think Wims hasn't really had that opportunity yet to to prove what he can do. And I agree uh, with what you were saying with Cordero. Uh, I don't. I mean, he's mostly special teams. He only. I mean, in comparison with people like Javon, he had nearly 280 less snaps. Cordero did. Um, so I think my wide receiver three, I think I'm going to agree with you. I really like Ted Ginn. He ran a four two eight when, you know, I mean, that was in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a while ago, but he's still fast. Like you don't lose that much speed. He's obviously still in the league. So he's obviously, um, still got that talent there. I think him and Mooney, um, with, with their ability, their speed, I think you just do There's so many special things you can do with those three on the field. Uh, Anthony Miller, uh, Allen Robinson, and Ted Ginn. I mean, you could send Ted Ginn deep every play, and maybe it breaks out a few times, but then you got An- or Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller. Um, so I'm going to go with Ted Ginn, wide receiver three, uh, and agreeing with you, Chris. Similar to what I just said about Anthony Miller, it's really going to be about Ted Ginn's health in 2020. Obviously, he's 35, but I think even Jalen can agree that he can still do – productive things on the offensive side of the ball when I get to him. But what you said is really interesting. I mean, you think about having Mooney and Ginn on the field at the same time, sending them both on streaks, Allen Robinson doing something in the middle of the field. Anthony Miller can can be really special in the second and third levels with that route running, get open in the middle of the field, beat some middle linebackers. And then you've got Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham coming across in a two tight end set. It seems unstoppable. I'm really excited for how it pans out. Uh, we both just said that Ted Ginn is our wide receiver three. Jalen, who do you think's uh, WR3 in 2020? Um, now, I know we're going to talk about this later in the podcast, but I you know, I don't see him making the roster. Yes, he's fast, but uh, he's 35 years old. Yes, he's, st- he's, you know, he's still fast, and you know, he had a, you know, a decent produ- decently productive season last year with the Saints. But I feel like you know, him being 35 years old, and you know, potentially you might take snaps from other receivers like a Wims, like like a Ridley and a uh, and a Mooney who we just drafted this year. I just don't see him making the rosters. You know, it's more potential there. You know, more upside. Yeah. With, with with the less you know with less age, but on that, I'm gonna probably say is uh, I don't really don't I really don't know who's gonna be with wide receiver three. You know, it's probably gonna be Wims, Ridley, or you know, or Mooney. But you know, we we'll just see how, see what the season takes us. But yeah, I I, I just don't see uh, Ted Ginn making the roster. It's tough for Ted Ginn. I, I, I said it earlier. I think we can all agree, once again, it all comes down to his health. You know, the Bears got Victor Cruz a couple years ago in, in 2017, ended up cutting him because of his health. They weren't confident that he could stay productive and consistent and healthy at the same time. So I think it's going to come down to that for Ted Ginn. Personally, I think he he's productive on offense. I, I think he can get the job done. 
Let's head into the next question. We don't need that long of an answer on this one. Zach, I'm going to start with you. No matter who starts a quarterback in 2020, because we've had that discussion a million times here on this show, how much do you think the upgraded receiving corps help? Oh, it's massive. And not even just receiving core. I mean, everything we've done uh, in the draft, I mean, there's so many more weapons. Whoever um, is quarterback week one, they're the, the receivers we have, uh, they're going to be great weapons. Um, very excited about it. I mean, I mentioned it a couple of minutes ago. There's going to be a ton of options there on the field. So many interesting sets that you can send out. And you would have to think that the only defense – that could that could defend it is like the Ravens the Bear, like top tier defenses can only pick up so much speed so much talent across the board. Um, I, I mean the Bears are, are definitely getting their hands full in training camp as far as playing against their own defense because their own defense is one of the best in the league. Jalen, how much do you think the upgraded receiving corps help whoever's going to be playing quarterback? It, like like Zach said, it's, it's definitely going to help a lot. We only had one receiver for the whole season and two receivers through half this season. So it's, it's definitely going to help Taylor Carabue. He only had one good game that was in like, what, week two or three or something like that. And then the rest of the season he was either hurt or dropping or dropping passes. So bringing in more receivers, um, even even the tag in, if he does make the roster, you know, he's probably still going to put up, a, put up a, you know, a decent amount of yards and catch a couple of touchdowns here and there, which is something we really didn't have last season. So I definitely think it's going to help, you know, the tight end position as well, you know, signing Jimmy Graham, I'm still not big on what the contract we gave him, but he's going to help. And, you know, drafting Coca Man in the second round is, is definitely going to help as well. I just, I just can't see what this offense does in 2020. Absolutely. I mean, throughout the last couple of years, it's been the Bears defense carrying their offense this year. The defense is set to be really good really deep at all levels. And the offense really could take off, so I'm really excited to see what happens. Next question we've got, what role do you expect Riley Ridley to play in 2020? Uh, This is a really interesting one. You know, Ridley hasn't been a receiver that has gotten a ton of snaps, frankly, throughout his time in Chicago. You know, the Bears spent a a fourth-round pick on him last year. He only had six catches for 69 yards last year. Didn't get much of a chance, similar to Javon Wims. I think he gets more of a chance this year. I think Javon Wims is kind of an oddball. Uh, and Jalen, Jalen even can back it. I've been high on Javon Wims forever. I just think with, with the amount of talent at wide receiver here, it's going to be a little bit tough. But I think Ridley, with what we invested into him, definitely deserves more of a chance. So I think he gets a little bit of an upped role in 2020, not incredibly higher, but I think he can get on the field in five wide receiver sets. Zach, how much of a of a role do you think Ridley gets in 2020? Yeah, I'm really high on Javon Wims too. I really like him, and I think like we were saying, if Ted Ginn cannot stay healthy, like he's probably going to be wide receiver three. But um, Riley really needs to have a bigger role on this team, not only because you know we we put a draft pick into him and we need him to pan out, but uh, he, I mean, he's kind, he's fast. He's got that explosiveness, and and uh, he's only twenty three. He's 23, 24 years old. Um, he's got a lot of upside to him, and I think it's something that you could you could put him in the slot too, and and see how he does. Um, but he definitely needs to have a bigger role. He only had about a hundred snaps or so last season, um, so that definitely needs to go up. And uh, I think he'll play a much bigger role this season. I think we'll see him in the rotation a lot more, um, hopefully. Uh, that's my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you, you would have to predict 
that he's going to get a better role with what the Bears invested in him. We all saw what his brother Calvin has been able to do throughout his time with the Atlanta Falcons, a solidified wide receiver too down there behind Julio Jones with Matt Ryan throwing him the ball. And Ridley, you know, it's an interesting one. You, you think he's got the genes similar to Lee Mack with Khalil Mack type comparison where they've got the genes, they've got the ability. It's just are they going to get the opportunities? Jalen, what do you expect out of Riley Ridley this uh, season? I expect him to have you know a way better season than he had last year. You know, looking back when we drafted him in 2018, a lot of people thought we got a steal with him in the fourth round. He was projected to go second, third round. We got him you know mid fourth, which is crazy. You know, he's a he's a receiver with a lot of upside. The only reason he probably fell to the fourth is because his 40 time wasn't that good. But you know, he's he's big. He's like six two. Great routes can go up and get the ball just like Allen Robinson or any other receiver who's very aggressive you know with uh, a very good jump ball receiver is what I was trying to say so um you know I'm a big fan of Javon too you know I feel like he's gonna make the roster but they're um, him and really are gonna switch you know uh what's the thing I'm looking for they're gonna switch roles spots yeah. yes like yeah switch roles yeah because you know Javon mm-hmm. had you know a way better opportunity than they really had last year only time really saw the field a lot was week 17 where he caught that pass that put us into field goal range to win the game in, in week 17 so um I definitely expect him to have a big role um but yeah. you know we'll, we'll see we'll see definitely it's interesting Especially that you brought up Javon Wims because the next question we've got is will Javon Wims make the roster this year you know what, Jalen, Jalen, before I answer this question, ha- have I been a big Javon Williams fan ever since the Bears drafted him? Definitely, definitely. I, I okay. remember uh, in, the, in this preseason game against the Chiefs, that's all you were talking about. Yeah, so it, it's really tough with Javon, and, and I'm going to end up saying no here. Uh, that might be a shocker to most people. I don't think he makes the roster. And, and, and there's one there's one prong to that, or, or, or one kind of predicament to that, and that is if Ted Ginn stays healthy. I'm going to talk about my wide receiver depth chart for 2020 in a few minutes. I've got them taking six wide receivers. You know, Darnell Mooney is younger. He's going to have opportunities. They put more draft capital into him. I don't know. J.J. Stankovic said a couple weeks ago he didn't think that that Wims has proved it. I think Wims is a pretty good route runner. It's a tough choice, but I think if Ginn can stay healthy – and we know he can produce. It's going to be a really tough choice with Javon Wims. I think Ridley has a, has a spot on the roster because they invested more into him. I think him and him and Wims both have shown about the same amount. Uh, obviously, uh, Wims has been here for a year longer than Riley, but with the amount of draft capital we put into Javon Wims, a seventh round pick in 2017, I honestly think it's hard to see him making the roster. Maybe as the last wide receiver, but we'll see. Zach, do you see uh, Javon Williams making the roster this year? Um, I think it all depends, like you were saying, on Ted Ginn's health. Uh, I really like Javon Williams. I just think it, it all depends. I mean, you can't have all of them, you know what I mean? But uh, I think, I, I mean, Javon Williams still has a lot of upside. Um, I think Regardless he's, of I, where he goes. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I really like him. I, it wouldn't surprise me though if Ted Ginn somehow is stays not somehow but if he if he stays healthy stays on the roster we'll probably see us moving on from Javon. And Jalen, no offense, I'm going to skip you here because we got to get on the next question. You already said that that Wims is going to make the roster. You think? Let's go into the next question. Darnell Mooney spent a fifth round pick on him this year. Traded up with the Philadelphia Eagles, gave up two sixth rounders to move up to grab him. Jalen, I'm going to go to you first on this one because I skipped you on the last one. What type of role – this is a similar question to the Riley Ridley question. 
what role do you expect him to have in this offense in 2020? Um, so when we first when we first drafted him, my reaction I said he was going to be wide receiver three, but you know I've had time to sit back at it. You know this is a fifth round draft pick, and now that we signed two more speeder receivers that are like him, that are more experienced in this in this league, um, I see him being more of a deep threat. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he can be a wide receiver three down the road. Um, you know maybe in his second year or his third year, but in his rookie season, being a fifth round draft pick, I just see him being a uh, you know a deep threat that can come in and catch a couple passes for twenty plus yards uh, for Foles or Mitch. I agree with you exactly. I think if Ted Ginn stays healthy, he is wide receiver three. I obviously already pointed that out earlier. And I think Mooney is the incumbent to that role. Uh, if I pull out my vo- good vocabulary there, I am a communications major, just saying. But um, Yeah, I think Mooney eventually steps into that role. It's tough, man. Uh, I want to see him perform, but I do think he's someone that you can throw out there as a threat to get down the field. Just another person to worry about. And we can get our other big play receivers the ball a little bit more than him. Uh, the Ted Ginn signing really, really changed my mind on this because I also said he was going to be wide receiver three. But Zach, what do you think? Uh, what type of role does Mooney play in twenty twenty? Oh, again, I think it'd be very interesting to see him in a role where you could just what? What happened? Your audio cut out. I'm going to ask you it again. Can you cut it out when? Yeah, yeah, I will. Just uh, all right, go. Zach. All right, Zach. I'm going to go to you now. Similar question to the one I asked earlier. What do you expect the fifth-round pick out of Tulane to do in Chicago in 2020? Uh, like I was saying earlier with Ted Ginn, I think it would be very interesting to see him in a role where uh, you just send him on, on a streak or something like that, send him deep, uh, use his speed, and uh, see him take the top off of a defense. Um, I think it could be a lot of surprise plays because I don't think we're going to see that many snaps from Mooney this season. Um, but uh, like I was saying, I definitely think it could be a surprise where he comes in um, and you can just see him use his speed and, and it'd be awesome. I think that would be the best utilization utilization for his uh, his play style. Yeah, I'm going to go after, I'm, I think we all agreed on that one, you know. Next question is an interesting one as well. Allen Robinson obviously eclipsed 1,000 yards uh, in 2019. Jalen, do you think he's able to do that again in 2020? Definitely. This is his third year coming off of his injury. He's only getting stronger, getting better, especially because if we don't resign him before the season starts, he's going to be in his contract here. Hungrier from people saying he's not a wide receiver one, which is absolutely absurd. But I definitely think he's going to get over 1,000 yards uh, again. Rather who the quarterback is, I think he's going to be 1,000 yards in a season, not a game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, again. But him and Mitch already have a, you know, a way better connection than they did in his in his rookie season, like possibly over that uh, season here with the Bears. Um, so I definitely think he should, he should have over a thousand yards again. Yeah, um, I'm gonna agree with you as much as I hope the Bears can spread the ball around to everyone. I'm gonna say, I mean, Robinson's the the clear cut wide receiver one. He, he's gonna be the number one option for Foles or Mitch, regardless of who's the quarterback. I think he does it again in 2020. Zach, what do you think? Does Robinson break 1K yards? for the second season in a row? Yeah, I think he breaks 1K yards again, and I think he definitely makes a Pro Bowl this season, um, unlike he, he yeah, did my not God. make it last season. Um, I think he's a Pro Bowl caliber receiver, especially considering the team uh, bottom four offensive line uh, did not have any tight end production. He was the main receiver overall um, above everybody else uh, in Chicago. 
Um, I think that he breaks 1K again. I think he goes to the Pro Bowl, and uh, hopefully we see the playoffs this year. <laughs> I really yeah. hope he goes to the Pro Bowl. Um, but obviously to. I would hope he doesn't go to the Pro Bowl if we're, if we're going to Tampa Bay for that Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you guys some time to think about this last one. But this last question is your early prediction for the wide receiver depth chart come August, come September, come uh, the preseason. I'm going to go first. I've got six. Robinson, Miller, Ted Ginn, Riley Ridley, Darnell Mooney, and I've got Cordero Patterson on there as well. I, I, I spoke about him being a hybrid, but I'm putting him at wide receiver six. I do think he'll get more reps this year, uh, but obviously not known as being that premier wide receiver. And with the depth we have, we can we can give Mooney some more snaps, give Ridley some more snaps by taking Patterson out of the game. So those are the six I've got. You guys aren't aren't limited to any amount of receivers. You can pick as many or as little as you want to. Zach, I'm going to go with you. In order, give me your wide receiver depth chart. Okay, in order, uh, Robinson one, Miller two, three, I'm going to go Ted Ginn, like I was saying earlier, and then four, I'm going to go Riley Ridley, and then Darnell Mooney, and, um, and then, yeah, Patterson, I'm going to say, at six, just because – uh, like we said, like you were saying, he's hybrid. We saw him in, in a decent amount of snaps, uh, both rushing when we were rushing and uh, in receiving plays. Um, I think that he will be wide receiver six um, there. But yeah, that's my list. I've got a little bit of a hunch here that Jalen's going to go seven wide receivers to uh, to keep his man Javon Wims on the roster. You know, I think an argument could be made to keep Wims as much as an argument could be made to get rid of him. But Jalen, uh, reveal who you've got on the wide receiver depth chart for 2020. I actually have six. Okay. You know, I have Robinson, Miller, uh, Wims, Ridley, um, Patterson, and Mooney. Yeah, that's six. Okay. Six right there. Interesting. Um, so confident well, Wims. Of course. Why? I, I like I said before. I don't. I don't get why we would keep. You know, Ted Ginn. Of course, he's not the same receiver from literally 14 years ago. He's 35 years old. Wims is like 25, 26. So you know, put potential over speed. Yeah, and plus he's way younger. Like nine. He had like Ted Ginn has like nine years on, on John. I mean, Ted Ginn may not be the same receiver as he was in 2015 when he caught 10 touchdown catches when Cam Newton won the MVP. But I think he's pretty damn close to the same receiver he was in 2018 when he had 53 receptions for 787 yards and four touchdowns. And you said, you know, uh, potential over speed. But I'm going to go with production over potential. Stats don't lie at the end of the day. That's why I went with Ted Ginn. But that is pretty much it for this episode of Bear Down. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you want more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com. Once again, we're trying to hit 1,000 subscribers this month uh, just to give you guys a little bit of an update and give you, uh, Zach and Jalen, an update as well. We're currently sitting at 909. 91 to go, man. I think we could hit it sooner than we think. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. man. The growth's been crazy. Road to 1K. Road to 1K, baby. Absolutely. But thank you guys for tuning in. It's It's been another fun one. Jalen McClinton, Zach Rimbos, any last words? Bear down. Make, make sure you guys subscribe. Stay safe out here. Um, and bear down forever. Absolutely. Once again, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Our wide receiver special of some sort. It's going to be a fun training camp. I'm really excited to look forward to it. But once again, I am your host, Chris Malpe. 
Thank you for tuning in to Bear Down episode 127. Ridiculous. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, Chicago, stay safe and bear down. Peace. Peace.